0: Hello and welcome to this in-conversation series with some of UQ's highest achieving alumni, the 2020 UQ Alumni Award winners. My name is Madonna King and my guest is Lawrence Al, who has been awarded the Vice Chancellor's Alumni Excellence Award. Lawrence Al received his MBA from UQ in 1982 and he's been at the forefront of Asia's financial industry for more than 35 years. And in this conversation, we look at Lawrence's hardest day in the office, what he's learned along the way, and what advice he'd give to students now.
1: Lawrence, welcome. Thank you, Madonna, for the introduction.
0: So why did you come to UQ to do your master's degree?
1: To be frank, cost was a major consideration because I could not afford the fees in UK and US. I didn't have a business background, but UQ accepted me. I was so delighted. And so are
0: we that you decided to come here. Is there something that you learned here at UQ that went beyond what you needed
1: for your degree? Definitely. Spending that two years at UQ was really one of the major turning points of my life. First of all is the study itself, um, doing an MBA that helped me to reset my career. But I think uh, the two year living experience in Brisbane and Australia really helped me to develop a lot of self-confidence and change a lot of the perspective of my life.
0: You say it changed your perspective. How do you mean?
1: Let me give you uh, a little example. I think it was the first month when I arrived in Australia. I saw a poster one day, and it says, life be in it. It was Australian government's um, campaign, I think, to encourage people to, um, to be active. Now, it may not sound very um, fanciful to you, but to somebody who is brought up in a Eastern culture, It was thought-provoking because it sort of made me ask myself, what sort of a lifestyle should I choose?
0: So when you did see that, how did it make you change your life?
1: I was a very uh, diligent student, you know. I came from a poor family. um, So study and do well was the only thought in my mind. But that really changed my perspective. I have to enjoy life. What a wonderful message. So you've now
0: been at the forefront of Asia's financial industry for, for almost that time, 35 years. What's
1: been the hardest day in the office? I think during the global financial crisis in 2008, 2009, was really the toughest time I ever had during my career because there was so much pressure, there was so much uncertainty, and being the CEO, you just have to make so much decision depending on the situation of the day. What have you been most proud of? Oh, looking back, what I'm most proud of is the people that I've helped during the years, give them a little bit of push, a little bit of hand-holding during the process, and and they are now doing so well in their particular a field or industry. I'll come back to the role of mentors in just a moment, but can I ask,
0: what do you love about the finance industry?
1: Well, for me, finance industry is such a wonderful industry in that there are so many changes, so many new uh, things coming up every day and you will never be able to learn everything, to be honest. After 30, 36 years, I still do don't think I have learned uh, enough. So I, I guess for anybody who wants to be in the financial industry, I think always remember integrity and ethics are the most important
0: thing. You say you haven't personally learned enough and that's a wonderful message that you delivered then. But what's the best lesson you've learned and what's the situation or the person who taught you it?
1: Let me give you a, a little bit of a funny story. After finishing the first semester at the UQ, I thought I should learn more. So I went to the Chinese department of uh, UQ and I told them I want to learn the spoken Mandarin. They thought I was joking. Hey, this guy who is Chinese wants to come here to learn Chinese. I have to explain to them, yes, my spoken language at that time was. Uh, Cantonese. So I actually took spoken Mandarin for two semesters at the Chinese department. So there's no ego in learning; you will never learn enough.
0: Lawrence, can I ask you about leadership? Because you've been a leader in this industry now for some time. What what do you think makes a good leader?
1: For myself, I feel that humility and the ability to connect people are the most important thing as a leader. And again, let me give you an example. When I first became as a CEO of the region, which is about 15 years ago now, I had a sales manager who worked for me. And she was a wonderful lady, full of energy, full of drive. I really spent a lot of time with her and uh, discussed what she needs to do at every step of the process. You know what? Nine months later, she tendered her resignation. I was completely shocked. Later, I learned she felt that I was too overwhelming as a, as a manager, as a, as a leader. And she felt that she has lost her confidence. So leadership is not so much about telling. It's about listening.
0: Was that a difficult lesson for you to learn? Did did you change your leadership style after that?
1: Definitely, definitely. So that's why I said it's not about telling people what to do. It's about listening and then see how you can connect all the people around you so that you can together as a team pursue the goals and the mission of the company.
0: You mentor some of those in their early careers. What do you think makes a good mentor?
1: A good mentor needs to be a good listener. I am not a doctor there to give out prescription to you. A good mentor lets you talk about your issues, listen, ask questions to help you think through different aspects and ultimately make your own decisions.
0: In your career trajectory, to to where you are now, what have you learned about yourself?
1: Um, Okay. Obviously, you learn uh, some of your strengths, which you try to leverage on, you know, in terms of your career and then uh, gradually become a leader. But on the other hand, the most important thing is to know your shortcomings. We all make a lot of mistakes. The important thing is how to uh, learn from most those mistakes and try to get yourself better.
0: Yeah. You know, Lawrence, you've been a generous alumnus and you've been on the board of the UQ philanthropic campaign, Not If When, but you've also been privately generous, including donating funds towards a vaccine for COVID. How has this pandemic changed your job?
1: Now I retired from uh, my uh, corporate career two years ago. So you have to then decide how can you make your time meaningful? You know, like uh, I've been learning wine because that's my passion. I'm now uh, trying to finish it by passing my final exam as a diploma student in wine. Uh, I've been mentoring uh, people and I'm especially passionate about uh, mentoring social enterprises.
0: If you could tell the young Lawrence our something, what would
1: it be? Learning is a lifetime process. What makes you different from others is how well you can learn because the world is going to change much faster and uh, whatever you learn today will be outdated very quickly. So the only way we can keep ourselves relevant is learning. That's the most important thing.
0: So what about all those students thinking of embarking on a finance degree now at the University of Queensland? What would be your advice to them?
1: My advice to them is go in with an open mind and you have to Truly believe the value of banking and finance to help mankind and society.
0: Lawrence Au, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with UQ Vice-Chancellor's Alumni Excellence Award recipient, Lawrence Ou. To learn more about our Alumni Award winners. Or for more information about the UQ alumni programming, please visit the UQ alumni webpage at alumni.uq.edu.au or follow a UQ alumni on social media. My name is Madonna King and thanks for listening.